Hey, Mark Hamrick is with us. Mark is a senior economic analyst with Bankrate. Give it to us, Mark. How much money do we need to retire? And I suggest everybody sit down first. (laughs) Well, good to be with you. Well, that's going to vary greatly depending on how much income people have and how much their expenses uh, they're anticipating by the time they retire. You can imagine that Jeff Bezos might require more money in retirement uh, than most of us mere mortals. Mm -hmm. But uh, to the point in terms of a survey uh, that we conducted at Bankrate where we delved into uh, retirement security perceptions and meaning how comfortable people feel about their retirement savings or not, and nearly a third of workers told us that they would need to save more than a million dollars retire comfortably. Perhaps that's what you're pointing to there in terms of make sure that you're near uh, some soft upholstery. Right. But but 56% of Americans who are working full-time, part-time, or temporarily unemployed feel like they're way behind on their retirement savings. That's more than one out of every two. Well, that's right. And I think that, uh, first of all, there are all kinds of, uh, I think, benefits for us to us having this conversation because we don't want people to get let's say nearly close to their retirement and have this increasing sense that they are falling short uh, only one in four workers told us they're contributing more to their retirement savings this year compared to last uh, 22% more than one in five told us they didn't contribute last year and they won't do it this year either so we don't want to be in that latter group And to the degree that people can prioritize retirement savings, particularly those who are in the youngest part of their life and uh, work journeys, they're going to benefit the most, presumably, if they can keep that up over their lifetime, because they'll benefit from uh, the power of compounding interest. Just like our parents told us, we tell our kids the same thing in their 20s. Start right now, and they look at you like... Yeah. All right. That's a long way away. But it happens very quickly. And you find yourself in a situation where you're like, okay, how am I going to manage this? So do you have some guidelines by age group, how much people should be putting away for retirement? Well, what I would simply say is that I have yet to meet anyone who has said they really felt like they overshot on their retirement savings. Mm-hmm. And there, there are some numbers out there, but I, I might uh, drive people uh, to the side of the road here if I start going into the infinite detail on that. But what I would say is that rather than looking at targets, uh, what we really want to do is think about how much in, how much income we'll need to replace uh, the income that we have now when that time to work ends when the time ends to work. And the other part of that is very often people look at retirement savings as uh, a destination at the end of work. But here's the way that we actually need to think about it. And that is we, we need that money to last until the day we take our last breath. And so, uh, you know, traditionally people look at uh, ages for retirement being somewhere perhaps between 65 and 70. Uh, To some degree, that's related to when they can get uh, their full Social Security benefit. And the other sort of call to action with respect to this, and it's a political issue, but it's also an economic one that hits very close to home, and that is that unless elected officials, meaning members of Congress, do something between now and 2034, uh, Social Security benefits are set to decline by more than 20 percent because of unfunded entitlement uh, costs. 
So uh, there is a risk on the current path we're in, and, and we know sort of how Washington isn't getting things done these days, uh, much less trying to get a House speaker uh, put into place. Yes. Uh, unless something is done, uh, we are set to lose that big chunk of that benefit. So this is where the risk is really increasingly being put on the shoulders of individuals, whereas to your point you referenced earlier, decades ago, People had what they perceived to be lifetime relationships with their employer that included a pension where essentially that was a guaranteed payment. And those are relatively few and far between. Right. So many people rely on a 401k, but a 401k might not be enough to get you through retirement. Is that an accurate statement? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think that you could absolutely uh, fully fund a retirement uh, with a 401k if, if you took maximum advantage, particularly of a, of a employer match where uh, not only, you know, do they say, well, we're going to pay 5%, you pay 5%, uh, and you can fund it more than that. Uh, certainly uh, Roth IRAs, uh, traditional IRAs are another way. Uh, the other part about this, while we're focused on retirement savings, over the years we've asked Americans about their number one financial regret. In other words, what can we learn from them that we don't want to duplicate? And it just so happens that this year, their number one financial regret, the thing that moved into the number one position, was that, that they regretted not having begun saving for retirement earlier. Uh, in recent years, until this year, that number one regret has tended to be the failure to save for emergencies. So why do I mention that now? Because we do need to make sure that we're working to accomplish all of our financial goals. And probably the top three are retirement savings, emergency savings, paying down and paying off debt particularly in the current environment where we're back to higher interest rates and the average rate for a credit card offer for the best qualified individuals these days is more than 20%. And that's a steep bill to have to pay. Mm -hmm. I read in this that 25% of workers say they haven't made contributions to their retirement accounts in at least a year. So if you're saying a fully funded 401k could get you through retirement, you would need to start in your 20s and continue to contribute the full amount every single year, correct? Yeah, I think that's right. And uh, and I would say try to contribute more because for those people who have adequate incomes, you not only are you having that benefit, which is the goal of, of being able to live, I don't want to say comfortably, but at least uh, continue your lifestyle in your retirement and comfortable is good too. Uh, but the other part uh, is that uh, you'll need to accomplish your other financial goals but in so doing, you'll be reducing your taxable income when you're contributing to the 401k. I mean, that's the whole idea. It's, it's a pre-tax benefit, uh, and you're reducing your taxable income. So average adult says they need about a million or $1.3 million to retire comfortably. That's what they say, and, you know, we'll take them at their word. But what I would say is, for example, if people want to go to our site, bankrate.com, and there are others out there, too, free online retirement calculators can give you an idea about what you might need to sock away relative to your income today. And if that's aligned with what you would expect your future expenses to be, then that gives you a good idea. The other part is, I think many seniors end up being surprised by the magnitude of their medical expenses, even when covered by Medicare, because among other things, they don't have a benefit covering prescription drugs and they don't have a benefit covering dental care. So uh, probably that sort of points to the need to have more savings, not less. 
Uh, so those are some things that people can think about. And the other part is, you know, if you really want to dig even deeper into this, perhaps work with a fee-only financial planner, or perhaps it's somebody that you have a professional relationship with right now to say, hey, let's take a look at this retirement savings. They could be 35 years of age, 45, 55 on up. Uh, what are a variety of scenarios that could be developing here and through our retirement years that would sort of give us an idea about how that uh, savings is put to the test. There's a, a, a variety of uh, exercises people can do uh, under the sort of general heading of Monte Carlo, where they're like, what's the worst case scenario? What's the better case scenario? Because obviously, as we've witnessed right. with the economy in recent years, a lot of different things can happen over the course of time. Thank you for joining us, Mark. Bankrate.com, that's where they can get some of this figured out, correct? Absolutely. Thanks so much. Mark Hamrick, Senior Economic Analyst with Bankrate. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.